Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. Hi, and welcome to the Season 2 Summit for Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast on hiking trails. So, Dusty, if I could drop you in any of these national parks that we visited during our time in Season 2, if you could just magically be transported there, where would you go and why? Oh, what a great question. Mm -hmm. I think that depends on time of day, Mm -hmm. what has happened to me that week, (laughs) what... Um, what city lopper song you're singing in your head exactly (laughs) all the things if i were to answer right now Mm -hmm. like where would i go right now Mm -hmm. you know what i think it would be this is like i didn't think i would say this Mm -hmm. um it's going to be different than what i thought you were going to say um i think i might say moro rock in sequoia oh okay. the one that brought me all that fear because like having done it i'm like no i actually like i don't have I would certainly do that hike again. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I, there are other hikes that brought me fear, but I right. don't know that I would do those again. But right. This one is that the park you would be dropped into, so you would want to go to Sequoia and you'd want to Sequoia specifically again. to do Morrow Rock. Again. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Even though, like, say yesterday you asked me that, I mm. probably would have said Haleakala, like yeah, in a moment. Yeah. In a moment. That's what that my was my favorite guess for you. favorite place. Mm-hmm. But today I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it's a little gray here mm-hmm. and a little rainy here. And I'm like, I don't know. Moro Rock just feels like the place to go for me today. Yeah. I anticipate it being a moment of like, I'm going to do this on my own. Mm. I'm like, just go straight up by myself, Got face you. that fear and come back down. Got you. Hmm. What about you? Well, I was going to say Sequoia, too, because we're just brain sharing. Brain but share. I wasn't thinking about a hike at that point. I was just thinking if you could get dropped in a park right oh, now, yeah, where yeah. you'd be. Um, if I had to just be dropped somewhere, like, you know, magic my way over to that space, I think it might be, um, even though it's probably hot, as that place that burns below us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I can't say hell. Um I, I believe I would probably go to Capitol Reef because there's so much to see there that we didn't see. Um, mm-hmm. I would definitely 100% do Chimney Rock again. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, I yeah. wanted to do Sulphur Creek real bad. I know. That was like, I know. you know, that's something that 
it's Some always there back for country hikes too. It's there for another time. It is. Yeah. And we'll get that, back. Yeah. We'll and, get back. You know, and that's what we're talking about today in our season two summit on hiking trails, all about the trails which we experienced in each of the national parks that we went to. Yes. Um, because our podcast is about hiking the trails of America's national parks. One hiking trail in one, one park national at park, one yeah. park at a time. So let's get started and let's talk just a little bit about the trails that we did and covered. Let's talk about Hawaii Volcanoes. Hawaii Volcanoes mm-hmm. National Park. So in Hawaii Volcanoes, we had the Sulphur Banks Trail the Halomaumau Trail, the Kilauea-Iki Trail, and the Pu'uloa Trail, the Petroglyph Trail. Um, so those were our four trails that we did, but we did some other things while we were there. We drove Chain of Craters Road, but we're really just kind of looking at hikes right now and th- the hikes that we did. Right. What was your favorite of these four, would you say? Oh, that's really hard. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, Sulphur Banks Trail is short, mm-hmm. but it is so cool to see those. The, the uh, vents, yeah. The vents. Halomaumau Trail is like partially through a rainforest yep. and it's lovely mm-hmm. and wonderful and like dreamlike. Kilauea-Iki Trail is like right over a, a what is now not an inactive volcano. Right. That was cool. That and was then, cool. And uh, then the petroglyphs were, there were so many of them. Yeah. There were so many of them. Yeah. Um, Kilauea-Iki Trail is the one that's sort of like, if I were to go back and could only do one, I might yeah. do that one. So that now I could do the loop. Yeah. The loop was closed. The loop was closed when uh, we were there. But I really loved that. Like it right. was, I liked it because hiking on what is, I guess, hardened. Like pumice almost. Pumice yeah, rock, basalt. which was, you know, volcanic rock. Yeah. Um, was so different than It was very else. different. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably mine. But, uh, you know, I have to say the Petroglyph Trail was pretty magical. I think it was also, again atmospheric because of the time of day that we were there it was kind of like later in the day the sun was sort of at like a really like low angle so the sun like golden houry kind of things and i think the cool thing about that trail was that you hiked it and then you get to the boardwalk where there are tons of petroglyphs but then on the way out you didn't realize how many petroglyphs were also along the way before you got to the boardwalk. Oh, yeah. And which you start was, noticing them on your way out. Which was really, really cool. So I think that was something that was a big takeaway there. What did you think about signage when it came to trying to find trails or to stay on trails in Hawaii volcanoes? I felt the signage was fine. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they were fairly clear about, you know, like where things were. Yeah. There was some... Um, really big Karens, like yes. Karens yeah. that were like small hills yep. of volcanic rock. Through the uh, Kilauea-Iki is right. where I feel like we saw the most of those. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I never felt confused on any of no, these trails. I felt like it was very clear and very easy. Um, what would you say like your favorite site along the trails, like pick a trail. What was your favorite thing to kind of see when we were there? Well, the petroglyphs are very special Mm -hmm. as we said, seeing those is super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And those vents, the vents in the Sulphur Banks trail. That was a cool, like just, Hey, you got here. Here's the visitor center. Oh, why don't you just mosey this way a little bit? It's literally it's right there. Literally right there. And yep. it's accessible. It's it's really easy to get to. The boardwalk is fun. And the boardwalk's it, really That nice. was like mm, our introduction yep. to Hawaii Volcanoes mm-hmm. National Park was, it was a great Sulphur introduction. Banks Trail. Great yep. intro. So, yeah. So, yeah. I loved Hawaii Volcanoes National mm-hmm. Park. And speaking of that, speaking of what used to be part of 
Hawaii National Park, mm-hmm. which is now they've split into two. Yep. We now have Hawaii Volcanoes and Haleakala National Park over in Maui. Yep. Who are so hilarious with one another on their Instagram accounts. They are. I recommend following them so that you can see. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh, hey, remember when we were together? <laughs> I mean, they'll like, because you can like see the other island from, yeah, basically, you know, yeah. they can, you can see the other island mm-hmm. from one island. And uh, yeah, they do that. It's really fun. Yeah. All right. So Haleakala National Park. 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 Because <laughs> now I'm from Boston. Yeah. Haleakala National Park in Maui. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we only did one trail. Yeah, but it was the Haleakala. most epic trail. The most epic trail. Right. You can also, I mean, people go to Maui to drive on the... Uh, Road to Hana. Road to Hana. Mm-hmm. And part of the Road to Hana is part of Haleakala National Park. Right. You have to drive all the way to the end to get to that section. Yeah. But things we did not have things time we for. didn't have time to do. Mm-hmm. We did some of the road to Hana, right. which you can hear in Haleakala part two, mm-hmm. but we didn't get to do all of it, but no. we do recommend it. Yes. Um, but let's talk about Haleakala and the sliding sands trail. Yeah. Since this was the only hike we did, what was your favorite part about this hike? Uh, Let just, me count the ways. Yeah. Seriously. The vast amount of scene changes, like you just, we're in so many different landscapes, but I think my favorite part was as we were coming close to the end, we had to climb back out of the crater and we were in cloud cover the entire day, basically when we were there or we, when we started from the summit, we could see into the crater and we had, you know, pretty clear skies there, but we basically walked into a cloud and we're in a cloud for at least half of the hike. As we're coming up the, you know, the edge of this cliff, the clouds just broke and you could could see see everything everything. and you could see where we were like hours prior um it was such a cool perspective to have and i think hiking it probably not as cool as it was to hike while we were in like the clouds i think being able to see the entire time would be something truly magical and i think it opened up you know having that opening in the clouds was that kind of like special moment for me definitely It yeah. definitely was. Yeah. That was like the the thing I'll never forget in my life. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. Just standing there and then it was like, and it lasted for maybe like two minutes. Yeah. And it was like, <gasps> take your and photos <laughs> and then put your phone away so you can have a moment. Yeah. yeah. And then it was, and then it was it's covered gone. again. Mm-hmm. I know. Like Brigadoon. <laughs> so special. <laughs> So special. Yeah. Let's talk about getting around on the Sliding Sands Trail. How was the signage for you? Um, It was pretty good. There was like one point, I feel like, where we weren't... Like we... There were there were a few ways that you could kind of like jut off. And actually the Sliding Sands Trails, you, you could add on to it to make it a little bigger and mm-hmm. do some additional things. Um, and it was, I feel like, fairly well marked. But there were like, we, at one point, we were from a distance looking. We're like, wow, look at all those trails. We must be going there. Psych, we weren't doing that, that at all. That was toward the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Like they were over off on the left. Yeah. And then, so I don't know where those trails no. were. No. They weren't listed on the map Mm-mm. either. The map, I remember, was pretty accurate. Yeah. What was great about the map was it did show all those like additional things that you could add yes. on. Yep. We ended up doing what was the main route, sort the of the main route, yeah. right? We didn't add on any sort of additional circles except no. for this one very small circle called 
the silver sword loop, mm-hmm. which highly recommend because yeah. silver swords are silver beautiful sword, and the coolest you know? and they only grow literally in that place in Hawaii. Yep. So enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy. Right. But I do feel like, you know, going back, I would do this hike all the time. Oh, mm-hmm. all the time. If I lived in Maui or could get to Maui yeah. quickly, it would just be like, hey, oh, you haven't done this yet? Looks like we're doing it again. I mean, I would easily probably set a world record for person who has done it the most. Yeah, I think... Because it's so good. I also understand why we saw trail runners there because that's actually... I'm always like mouth agape at people who decide to run trails, especially when they're like jagged rocks and like steep decline. And I'm like... God bless you all for, you know, <laughs> taking taking this upon Seriously. yourself. But I feel like this is a trail that you could really lean into when it comes to trail yeah. running. There there are some areas where it gets a little like bumpy here and there, but for the most part, you're traveling on smooth ground yes. for most of the trail. So I get why people trail run there. You know what I was I was comparing it to the other day is like what? to someone who had never been there when I was like, the terrain changes so much, Mm -hmm. right? Like you begin and it's like you're on this like abandoned Mars kind of planet. And then suddenly you are like in, uh, like headed to Maleficent's castle on volcanic rock and there's smoke all around Mm -hmm. you. Then you're in this sort of low forest. Then you are... um, in a sort of bright, sunshiny meadow. And then yep. suddenly you're in, yeah, literally fields yeah. of gold. Mm-hmm. Then you're climbing cliffs. You know, when you're like playing a video game, like on Mario, it's like you're in this world and then you move into this right. world and then you move it. Like, that's what it felt right. like. We to were me. in Little Big World. We were Little Big Planet. <laughs> sure, Little Big Planet. Have you played that game? No. You would, okay, I am not a big video gamer. Mm-hmm. I do love a good video game. Right. Little Big Planet is the most beautiful video game oh, okay. ever. Great. Like Thanks I had a roommate a like 10 years ago who loved it and it's so creative and it's so beautiful. You play a little sack person traveling through mm. these like beautiful worlds. It's like, yeah, you have things to do, but there's no like, there's no villain. Mm. I mean, there's times of conflict, but there's no villain. Mm. It's just about like journeying through this beautiful place. Well, this anyway, is not back an to the ad. national park. This is definitely not an ad right, for Little seriously. Big Planet, but I did feel like... You leaned in hard. You leaned in hard. Why not? But um, but it could be an ad. Yeah, it could be an ad. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Hawaii was, you know, the most beautiful and most short-lived for us. And it's the furthest away. I've been mean, barring Alaska and Guam. Right. But we eventually. Did s- eventually. But we did spend some time in a park that was much closer to us. Actually, we visited it twice now. And I have a feeling that... We will be back again shortly because it is a wonderful land. And that land is Shenandoah. Um, When we were in Shenandoah on two separate trips, we did five different hikes. They were Old Rag, White Oak Canyon, The Little Stony Man or The Stony Men, Fox Hollow, and also Little Devil's Stairs. And the last two we did in the summertime and the first three we did in the fall, but much later than our summer trip. What was your favorite of those five? Oh, I got an answer. Old Rag. It's my favorite. Yeah. That was so White Oak Canyon is a very close second. Very close second. Mm -hmm. That was the one with the waterfalls, right? Mm -hmm. Where you like freaked out at the top because you were like, we can't have to go six more miles. I need to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Also, did you like that terrible? We can't have to go. We can't. Right. No. Um, Um, No, no, no. I think it was because 
at the top of White Oak Canyon, I like definitely, I was hungry. You're like, this is what happens when all you eat is a bar for breakfast and you don't feed me. <laughs> right. Because it's Direct your quote. job to feed right. me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I believe my Here words were, I am so hungry. Yeah. And all we ate was granola bars for breakfast, and I'm going to need something else. Pardon me, sir, but my hunger has reached epic <laughs> levels, and I cannot go on without sustenance. I cannot go on. That's how proper you were about it. That exactly. False. Right. right. Um, I so, agree with you about Old Rag. I, White Oak Canyon was gorgeous. Right. And it was literally like hiking up waterfalls the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah. I think Old Rag was my favorite just because it was really fun to do all that. Climbing bouldering, literal like, bouldering yeah. around. Like here boulders. you are. You have to go through this cave, and here you are going under this giant rock that's hanging over that your head really and could fall at one point. Like I love that. I do think that that like, and that is, I feel like their sort of like jewel hike. Like that's the hike yeah. that you kind of like hear about most. I do want. It was really busy at the top, and we got there very early. We did, and it was also like early November, uh-huh. which was perfect weather to be hiking. Oh there. yeah. But um, yeah, Old Rag is definitely high on the list for me. High on the list. Mm-hmm. How was signage for you in, in Shenandoah? Shenandoah? Um, I feel like I feel like things were pretty good there. Shenandoah was the one with the posts. Yes, that had the that tiny, tiny, tiny writing text. Yeah. like that was imprinted inside of the silver right. wrap around the top of the yeah. post. If you don't know to look for it, yep. like we wouldn't have even seen it had right. we not like there were maps we were working yeah, with maps and that the being whole said, time the trails are very cl- like it's it wasn't hard to feel like oh do we go this way or do we go that way like i felt like the trails were very clear as to their direction and what to do like even in like white oak canyon it's like okay you get to the bridge and that's the halfway point if you want to continue to hike you still have another like six or six miles to go We'd already done like what six getting up there, something like that. Yeah. So we had it was like a twelve mile day because we was came a back down full day, and then we did L- Little Stony Man after that. Little Stony Man. Did we? No, we didn't. Yeah, we that, did. We did that after White Oak Canyon. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you were talking about Old Rag. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, girl. <laughs> um, yeah. No, we did. That was a mm-hmm. big day. Old Rag was a big day just by itself. That's because that's all we did. Yeah. Yeah. And that is like, it's so worth it. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. Um, and then after old rag, we ended up having dinner in Charlottesville. Right. That's what we right. Did. Right. Right. Um, Fox hollow was a nice little, just, Hey, we've never been to Shenandoah hike. before. Like here's Dickie Ridge, the visitor center. And like that section, like the northernmost section of the park, it was an easy hike to get into. And little devil stairs. Once, while, what, that was <laughs> tough girl. That was real hard. That was but real it was, hard. It was cool. Like, again, you're kind of hiking up. I just remember hiking up these giant boulders, like yes. near, like running yeah, water. Like yeah. hands and feet up boulders, yep. like on what used to be a waterfall, mm-hmm. straight up for basically a mile. Mm-hmm. And that was when at the end of it, we were like, we're going to Ruby Tuesdays. Right. And um, and we did back when those were you know restaurants sort of thing. Yeah, right. You know? So um, so now we move into mm-hmm. into the next park from season two, which is Kings Canyon. Mm-hmm. Kings Canyon, which is very much near Sequoia, they are managed together. But Kings Canyon has a bunch of trails in the what I'm calling the thumb section of Kings Canyon National Park, and so it's a bunch of interconnected trails near Grants Grove. Uh, what was your favorite part of hiking those trails in that area? In um, I think, I mean, how do you say 
you know, it's just the trees that like being in that space and being able to see those trees, which are so, so large, like it just really is so spectacular. And I, I think not really comprehending that scale until you're there. It was still snowy on the ground. So this was one of the first trips where we had really experienced snow in the parks because we hadn't been to Rocky Mountain yet. So it was kind of like that cool air, like still early spring. So there was a lot to like atmospherically take in. And I really appreciated that. Walking through that log was great. The one downed tree that was used as a bar and like a schoolhouse. And like there were some really great parts there. The trails that like we kind of took there, it was like the North Boundary Trail, I believe. And that kind of led led us into those other trails in the park. Those were great, but I do feel like we got to a point where we were like... We were exhausted We were tired and a little lost. A little lost. Like I do feel like we lost any sort of like Blazes Mm -hmm. or Karens. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like that was... um, Something that could have been a little bit better from our experience there. Um, But you did have sequoia trees right and left almost all the time, the whole time. Yeah. I mean, there is something to be said about just like the beauty of all of that when we were there. um, And And the fact that they only grow in that area. Mm -hmm. And how spectacular it really is. Like, because there is so much to offer in that space. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a park to do. Like, if you're going to do Sequoia, you have to do Kings Canyon. The other thing is, and this is what somebody told us, is they were like, don't leave the park without driving up and looking into what is actually Kings Canyon. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to, like, drive a little further on in order to, like, look out and see it. That was stunning. We were absolutely stunning. We were so tired. (laughs) But we were like, let's do it because they said to do it. And we did. And it was worth it. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, without a stout. Without a stout. Without a stout. Right. Speaking of Kings Canyon. Right. Leads us right into Sequoia when we spent our magical three days in Fresno. (laughs) Yes. And drove ourselves into the the parks that were Sequoia, Kings Canyon. And what's your favorite restaurant? Sweet cherries no no sweet tomatoes tomatoes. i always want to call it sweet cherries well there is a cherry tomato as their logo as yeah yeah they are yeah sweet cherries sweet tomatoes anyway buffet buffet. god it was a buffet that we love yeah when buffets were a thing thing. yeah if they'll ever be a thing again i don't know i don't know but anyway sequoia sequoia is like the big brother to king's canyon i feel like or big sister or big sibling because sequoia just like kind of was like wow yeah, like it kind of took what Kings Canyon had and sort of ran with it. Like I felt like Kings Canyon, again, most of King Can- Kings Canyon is, is a lot of backcountry. Um, yeah. So the section we were in, the Grants Grove section, you know, is fairly small when you think about all the backcountry yes. there. And you know, but Sequoia felt like Sequoia there was is more, much bigger. yeah, s- like more um, sections that you, if you were like a layman sort of hiker or a layperson sort of hiker, and didn't really, you know feel comfortable in any backcountry situation, there was so much that you could do in that section. And the hikes that we did when we were there was the Congress Trail, which sort of leads off of um, the General Sherman, um, kind of in and around that area, Round Meadow and Mora Rock. So those were our three kind of substantial hikes that we were there. What was your favorite? Oh. <laughs> did I catch you off guard? We've only been doing no, these questions. No, 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 no. I, no, I... 
Um, I know I said Moro Rock. Mm-hmm. I would want to go back and do it again. My favorite in Sequoia was Round Meadow. Yeah. It's flat. It's a circle around. It's not a lake. There's no water no, in the middle there. It's just a meadow. And, um, but it does but like seasonally flood. But you just go flood. all around and see so many trees. And yeah. it's so, God, I loved that. I love that. I also love, you know, I love a good boardwalk trail. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like, like we have a ton of money and we've made a boardwalk trail. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we have put like a board two down. by tens yeah. down on the ground and like you have to walk along them in order to get right. Mm-hmm. I love those. And there were some of there that some in of the that round meadow. There. Um, I have a hard time. I mean, round meadow is probably the top. Moro rock was the trail to get out there was great. Sitting and viewing Moro rock from afar was really awesome. When we got to that point, we could see it from a distance and then the terror set in for both of us there, but it was still really cool. And the Congress trail, you just see so many Sequoia trees. You see so many. You have the house group and the Senate group, which are clustered and it's just like impossible, like these impossible trees that just are there. Um, and are living and are, you know, have been there for thousands of years. But yeah, Brown Meadow, there was something again the light was spectacular and that's where you kind of gain perspective because you're not in the forest so much you can see an opening and you can see the trees from afar whereas in like congress trail like your tr- the trees are all around so i feel like you don't have as much like perspective of like open space versus clustered sequoias so i feel like that gave that perspective for me yeah how did you feel like signage and navigating was in sequoia there was always a sign at a at a junction. Mm-hmm. The map was pretty good. Map was pretty good. Yeah. I never felt lost. I felt like I could navigate the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Not the same for Kings Canyon. No. But but Sequoia, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. And then, you know, the sights to see while Everything. yes, <laughs> certainly you have sequoia trees which are different than redwood trees. Right. Certainly. We did a whole thing about sequoia trees. We have a whole trail mix on them. Mm-hmm where we dig into exactly what they are, where they came from, their history, their life cycle. Um, But the view from the top of Moro Rock Mm -hmm. is unlike anything I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And I am really glad that I did that hike. Yeah, Um, fear and all. Because it is like a boulder that is out in the middle of just like open valley mountains. Mm -hmm. And it's... It is wild to be up there. It, it feels like you are floating in the middle yeah. of like this giant vastness. Mm-hmm. And your which, castle in the clouds. Literally. Yeah. Like a fear of heights is probably going to be triggered here. But yeah. as was mine. But mm-hmm. it was so spectacular. But it was worth it. Worth it. Let every your moment. happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of giant open vastness, that brings <laughs> us to Black mm-hmm. Canyon of the Gunnison. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that could have gone in there. But yeah. <laughs> Um, Black Canyon of the Gunnison, which was, I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say, maybe my favorite park in Colorado. (gasps) Really? More so than Rocky Mountain. Ah, um, I know that this is going to be like a triggering. More so than Sand Dunes. This is going to be a triggering moment for you. But as crazy as Tamichi Root was, I don't know. It's high up there for me. Oh, it's high. We'll get into Timichi Root a second. For me. All right. So Black Canyon of the Gunnison is absolutely one of the most stunning things I've ever seen in my yep. life. One absolutely. of the least visited parks. You know, you know what? Remember, someone 
it was Danielle from Everybody's, Everybody's National, National Parks. Parks, the podcast, mm-hmm. also great show. Yeah. Um, she asked us, she was like, this was like a general question. Not, I've heard yeah. some people say like, if you can't get to Grand Canyon, like go to Black Canyon. Like does one, like does the experience compare? Right. Blah, blah, right. And we were both like, no, you just have to do both. Yeah. Like there's no, yeah. to, like just enjoy it. Like make time for both somehow, yeah. some way. That wasn't her asking us per se. That was like a question that she had, that had come had up. Had been posed that, to her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she, I don't think has been to Black Canyon. I've kind of said, I has don't, she? I don't believe so. No, I think that might be why she Danielle, was let us know. It is stunning. It's called Black Canyon of the Gunnison because there's so many slots in it mm-hmm. that parts of the canyon only get light for about 15 minutes yeah. a day, yeah. which is why it's called Black Canyon. Yeah. Anyway, um, we did we did a bunch of things while we were there. Mm-hmm. We did the Warner Point Trail, mm-hmm. which is like a one mile out and back trail right at the end of South Rim Road. South Rim Road down there on the South Rim. And then there's a bunch of small hikes out to viewpoints. We did all those. From and then, the South Rim Road. Right, mm-hmm. we did the Tamuchi route, which right. uh, it is a wilderness route, so it's not it's not um, a maintained trail. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's no signs. Uh, it's not a maintained trail, and Mm-mm. therefore you are on your own, girl. And you have to be prepared to survive for 24 hours. 24 hours in case and you have rangers to need to come do get a you. permit. And the way yep. the permits work is, you go tell them you're going to do it at the mm-hmm. visitor center. They grant it's you free. the permit. Then you go do it, and then when you're done, you come back and bring your copy of the permit back so to they say, know you've I'm returned. Because yeah. <laughs> if they don't get it back, they go down and they look for you. Right. Um, so don't forget to return. Don't forget to get a permit. Well, don't forget all. to get a permit yeah. so that they know you're down there. Yeah. And two, don't forget to return it. Yeah. No, there are other routes down into the canyon that I would like to do. The There's at route least three. And the Warner route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Warner Route and Gunnison Route. Mm-hmm. I would love to do both of those. Yeah. When I look at routes, all the trails that we did, Timichi Route is not the one where like, if I were going to be like, what is the route that you felt like was the most exhausting, the most taxing, and mm-hmm. then just the one that like you were so happy to be done with? Mm-hmm. It's not actually Timichi Route. Mm. It's another one, which if you want to ask me that later in our game, you can. Great. I Great. will. <laughs> so, um, Foreshadowing. No, Tamichi route was certainly challenging. Yeah, but it was. was. not like the, but the only thing was getting lost. And, you know, like in hindsight, it's like we were headed absolutely in the right, right, right. direction, yep. as was the other hiker we met up with, we were all actually headed correctly mm-hmm. in the straight area, you know, and had we kept going, we wouldn't have been lost. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's just fun. It was, you know, it, it is, it's a hike that you really, you know, if you have small kids, probably not a hike to do. But um, if you're going with someone else, yeah. hike in tandem, yeah. in parallel, yeah. you can't be one in front yeah. of the other. Yeah. Um, if you have, you know, if there's, you know, issues with, your ankles or your wrist, like just because you have to do some scrambling, you know, it's not a hike for everybody by any means, but it's for me, it fed that like adventure hiking needs. Like oh, that, the one like, that like is always like, pining at you yes, anytime yeah. you show up anywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, like, we're going to, I have to get out onto thing. the trails yeah. <laughs> and I have to hike 50 miles in the next 30 minutes. Yep. That's, that's me. You. Cause I'm just one of those speed walkers you hear speed about. Speed walkers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pedestrian walker. <laughs> Pedestrian that's walker. You. Right. 
So yeah, so that's Black Canyon, which leads us a little further west to our Mamma Mia Wonderland, which is Channel Islands and the hikes that we did there because our time was short on Channel Islands, but nonetheless beautiful. Channel Um, Islands is a national park located mm -hmm. off the coast of Oxnard, California, Mm -hmm. located in Ventura Ventura, County. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but we did the Scorpion Canyon um, Loop and Potato Harbor Road were basically the hikes that we were able to do. That Scorpion (sighs) Canyon Loop was dream. Like, I mean, so was Potato Harbor Road, but Scorpion Canyon, you were like in all of the hills and all the stuff. Yeah. I am dying to do the thing where we take the ferry all the way to the end. Yeah. Of Smuggler's Cove. Was it Smuggler's Cove? I think it might be. And then hike all the way back to Scorpion Scorpion Anchorage. Anchorage. Yeah. That's for next time. I'm also dying to just do the other islands. Like a parent, someone reached out recently and were like, hey, are the islands open? And there was a fire this past, um, that recently, during the spring, um, they're also doing the building a new pier at Scorpion Anchorage. Took Santa Cruz kind of out of commission for right now, but someone else just recently reached out and said that they were at uh, Anacapa Island, um, and they were able to get there. That the ferry service was great, S- social distancing, masks, everything was like very great. clean and very easy. So I think just check into it if you're looking into it and thinking you can go. Um, but yeah, I do want to go to the other islands too. I mean, Santa Cruz was beautiful and wonderful, but. I would love to see the other ones as well. I would too. Yeah. There wasn't really signage per se. Like there weren't no, blazes. No, the map was clear. The map was clear and the trails were clear. Super there was, clear. You're basically I, you're not open dealing fields. with like, yeah. it's, there really aren't trees. Yeah. At least on uh, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Uh, there are trees maybe like closer to the dock, mm-hmm. you know, in Scorpion, Scorpion Anchorage. In Scorpion Anchorage. But when you're up top on the hills, it's just like it's green hills. Yeah. And that brings us to our last park. It does, which is... Good old Capitol Reef. Capitol Reef National Park. Mm-hmm. In Capitol Reef National Park, we did the Cassidy Arch Trail, followed by the Frying Pan Trail, followed by, well, walking along the road, which I-24. then <laughs> brought us back to the Grand Wash mm-hmm. Trail, and then finally Chimney Rock, and we did all of that in one day. We did. We were busy. Ooh, busy. Bees bees. In the beehive state. Mm -hmm. I believe that's Utah. Our relationship to productivity is the same, which sometimes really works in our favor and sometimes Sometimes mutually exhausts us. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite hike? God, they were all so good. Chimney Rock gave me a view I will never forget. But I think the actual like physical hiking of the everything, I would say frying pan. Mm -hmm. Cassie Arch was fun, but... Frying pan was so like it reminded me of of Devil's Garden, Devil's Garden Mm -hmm. and Arches. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It definitely like okay, now you're going over this boulder in order to continue the trail, and it was just like I loved it. Yeah, desert hiking is so good. Mm -hmm. Lots of water, folks. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say for me, I get where you're coming from there, and you know how much I love Devil's Garden. So I'm kind of surprised I'm not saying frying pan, but. I think Cassidy Arch was a great, like, starter hike. Like, I feel like that was, like, I feel like if you really want to get warmed up, like, park on one side of the Grand Wash, walk down to the Cassidy Arch, like, all the way down Grand Wash to Cassidy Arch, do that, and then, like, do the frying pan and loop back sort of how we did. Just we parked in a different spot. Right. um, I thought Cassidy Arch was great. Or if hitchhiking works for you. Yeah, you you could do that. 
you know. But yeah, Casting Arch did have a really great payoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, signage, Utah. You take the cake when it comes to Karen's. Seriously. Because you are the best. Every other, I, I don't think any other state holds a, a candle or a Karen to the, your Karen usage because it's impeccable. I'm thinking of there's a lot of Karen usage in Acadia, but like, no, Utah has got it down. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I am never uncertain of where I am no. in a Utah park at any Mm-mm. time. Not from what we've experienced. No. And we've been to them all now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I always know exactly where I am and where I need to go next. Yep. So, yeah, those so, are our yeah. trails. I know. And with that, we must introduce our final queen for season two. Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between. Wait, let's do it more like robots. Ready? Yeah. Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, please welcome to the stage, Ella. Ella. Oh, you said Miss. 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 Elevation. Not to be confused with Elevator. Right. No, no, no. She's different. She is different. This is Elevation. She is. Miss Elevation is the top of the charts. She is always <laughs> the top. She is in charge. She is the Leo of the group. She's definitely a Leo. Oh, yeah. She is in charge and she needs to be seen at all times. Seen at all times. <laughs> She's the headliner. She's the he- she is. Everyone else opens for Elevation. She is the Velma Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Right. She probably has a lot of Elma Kelly references. Mm-hmm. Yes. I When I think of elevation, I do think of someone like Velma Kelly, who's very sharp, a dancer, mm-hmm. like can just dance the house down boots and like just kills it every time. Dance the house down boots. That's a new phrase. Oh, well, <laughs> it's a, I hear them say that all the time in drag race. Oh. And this was my first time experimenting using oh, it. There you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is a dancer. Um, I, I feel like she, like there's always a platform that's right, like bringing her <laughs> up from below stage. Like I know that's on the nose, but like I don't care. I want it. But why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? It's just there's, those tiny little nuanced moments mm-hmm. of like elevated. always a raised platform. Always a raised platform, mm-hmm. right? Um, what song does she sing? Ain't no mountain high enough. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love that. A little on the nose. Again, whatever. We're it's our last up. Ep- it's our last. Full right, episode. Not. <laughs> right not. Right not. Right. For the season. Um, yeah, I think that's great. I think she could do a, a nice duet with somebody. Um, oh. Maybe one of our drag kings could come in. Oh, interesting. Maybe Cliff Bar. <laughs> Cliff Bar. Cliff Bar and Elevation sing Ain't No Mountain High Enough. I could get into that. Yeah. I could get into that. Mm-hmm. What would be her big dance number? Like, what's the song that she's, like, lip syncing and dancing, like, crazy to? Um, well, I mean, I feel like have we done She's a Maniac? Because I feel like... Oh, she could do that. This might be her song. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very much like, look at me and look yeah. what I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She might do also like a... Her like big number at the end might also be like, you know, a mashup of a bunch of things. Right. I, I do feel a little, anything you can do, I can do better. She's probably got Broadway. Right. And also just like... Pop. Killer pop, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Does she have a signature beverage? Yeah. I feel like it might be like a um 
like a like a, an an Irish car bomby type beverage where you oh. drop something in and oh. it like maybe like goes over the top. Interesting. I don't know what that would be. And then you just right, right, right. But mm-hmm, it will yeah. make you feel more elevated. It will. <laughs> and with that, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, please welcome to the stage Elevation. And let's end the summit with a game. Great. All right, we are playing superlatives. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are looking at the list of hikes that we did, and yep. we have come up with some superlatives. We have here, and we're both going to answer them. All right, you want to go first? Sure. I'll. We'll just go back and forth. Great. Great. Your most fear-filled hike. Um, of this season, my most fear-filled hike. I mean, I guess I'm going to have to say Moro Rock. Mm. I mean, for me personally, mm-hmm. just like the heights were a lot to deal with yeah. and just dealing with just like my mind coated in dread the whole time. Yeah. I'm going to say Moro Rock too. Um, Tamichi Root doesn't really have fear attached to it. It was more fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. Moro Rock kicked me in the pants of my height fear, which I didn't yes. think I had. Mm-hmm. What about fastest hike? The one that we you feel like Ooh. we did like lightning quick. What did we fly on through? I feel like um, probably. I feel like we really hiked Cassidy Arch very quickly. I was literally thinking the same yeah. one. I was like, we were up there Brain in like share. no time. Yeah, it's a great hike, but mm-hmm. it's quick to do um, for sure. How about the hike that taught you the most? Maybe about yourself. The height that tell me a story mm, about yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be something that you learned that you never knew. I think it's gonna have to be a Tamichi route. Damn it, <laughs> that was mine too. Because we are on a brain I mean, share, sister. That one was. I mean, there was a learning curve when it came to doing that mm-hmm. route because it was definitely like, oh, well, if you're a little, if you're a little ahead, and I kick a rock, then that rock could hit you in the head. <laughs> right. So you're either going to have to be significantly further ahead, but still like in earshot, or we're going to have to hike parallel. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. What about you? It taught me that I love thrills like that. Like (laughs) I love thrills. (laughs) I love thrills. It definitely like reinforced the fact that like those types of hikes are like, I'm kind of like a little bit of an adrenaline junkie when it comes to that. You don't say. You don't say. That's what I think it reinforced for me. So it definitely taught me that. Mm-hmm. Great. What was the hike with the most surprises? Probably Sliding Sands Trail. Brain share. Yeah. Hi, guys. We just are the same person. <laughs> we just throw our voices real well. Yep. Um, yep. Just like we said in the earlier in the episode, there was just so much that like you just were not expecting from that hike, especially after having done another volcanic national park literally the day before. I think I was unassuming as to what was totally, totally. There. I we were just going off of the fact that the ranger at the visitor center had told us, "Oh, this is the coolest thing to do in Maui yeah. or in this and, park." Yeah, and so don't we worry like, about the okay, coastal. Great, unit. just so do this. We'll go. Yeah. Um, okay. Great. Yeah. What about the hike with the best views? Oh, the hike with the best views. I'm gonna try to pick something that you don't pick. <laughs> I've got it. Go for it. I'm going to say Warner Point in Black Canyon of the Gunnison. I agree with you. That is a beautiful hike. Absolutely a <laughs> stunning view right. from the top of Warner Point. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Mine is Chimney Rock. Yeah, that would Chimney have been my Rock next one. Chimney Rock is just 
not only in the distance, but everything that we were hiking to and around that you could see that was far away, just magic hour light, everything, like it all coalesced into a beautiful experience. Okay. Yeah. So my next one for you is most exhausting hike. Oh. And I don't mean most exhausting day of hiking. I right. mean most exhausting hike. Like tired hike. after. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That is something right there. I know my answer. Little devil stares. That is exactly my yep. answer too. Yeah. Um, I don't think any one of these trails took it out of me the mm-hmm. way little devil stares did. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, we'll do this. Which we were just descending, descending, descending down a fire road. road, Mm -hmm. And we had to go straight up. up, 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 up. up. Yep. And my last one is the hike where you felt the smallest. Oh, that's a great one. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I think I'm going to say like it's a tie somewhere in between, you know, Round Meadow and Congress Trail because of all those gigantic sequoia trees. Right. What a surprise. That's mine, too. <laughs> it's definitely Round Meadow. Round Meadow, I felt very, very, very tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could say Tamichi Point, Tamichi Route, too, because you're you're so far down in the canyon and looking up just how tiny you are in this space. But I do feel like when you are comparing another living organism that is gigantic right next to you, it has to be something in Kings Canyon or Sequoia for me. Um, yeah. Teeny, teeny, tiny people we are. What hike brought you the most peace? Mm. That's my final one. That's a good one. I think for me, it was probably Scorpion Canyon Loop. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Hi, we're friends. We've been friends for a while. <laughs> and we share experiences together. Mm-hmm. What a surprise. That one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was so special. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being up there going like, just breathe and take it in. Yeah. Because it's the best. Yeah. It is just that wind, that the view, the like the sounds of the grass blowing like through the wind or the wind blowing through the grass. Grass doesn't blow through wind. I guess it can. It's okay. Yeah. It just, it. there's all the things. I mean, what a... What a special experience to be able to visit a national park, um, whether it gives you some peace, whether it gives you a sense of adventure, whether it fills your soul just from being outdoors. Um, the national park system is a place that is uh, incredible and should be accessible to everyone um, for all of the reasons we just listed. Um, and more. And we hope that you continue to explore the national park system, whether it's with Dusty and I through Gaze at the National Parks or through your own adventures, um, because getting out there, there is literally nothing like it. This has been our Season 2 Summit by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. And we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To email us, 
contact us at gazeatthenationalparks at gmail.com. And to find out more about all of the parks mentioned in Season 2, go to our website, gazeatthenationalparks.com. That's gaze, G-A-Z-E. All original artwork featured on Instagram and on our website is by Michael Ryan. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by Dustin Ballard. Stay tuned for two bonus Trail Mix episodes over the next two weeks before we end Season 2.